0: Welcome to Crucial Conversations with Dr. Mia L. Johnson, licensed psychotherapist. The purpose of this podcast is to bring about self-awareness as it relates to your thinking patterns, feelings, communication style, ability to regulate your emotions and respond to difficult situations. These crucial conversations are designed to empower and encourage you to enhance your self-knowledge, self-discipline, self-consciousness, and empathy for others. The title of this episode is The Great Divide in Relationships. The topic is differences in values and belief systems. We'll explore and identify how Our past experiences shape our values and beliefs. When we are dating, we normally focus on physical appearance, social status, financial status, and our stature. And we fail to have crucial conversations about our individual values and beliefs. We may even assume that our values and beliefs are the right and only way to view situations. And this contributes to conflict and disagreements in relationships. Think about it for a second. We choose political parties, adopt religions, donate to or support charitable organizations, all based on our values and beliefs. Most of what divides us are our differences in values and beliefs, which are shaped by our past experiences. Past experiences are situations or events we've experienced that cannot be changed. Some of them may have been influential. Some of them may have been discouraging. Some were positive. Some were negative. Some past experiences may include how we were raised, what we were exposed to growing up, like substance abuse, drugs, physical, sexual, emotional abuse, losing a loved one, divorce. Someone's past experience may have been teenage pregnancy. And as a result, they may value having kids and may not believe in abortion. Someone else's past experience may have been growing up privileged or growing up poor. And as a result, they value materialistic things. Generally, people are predisposed to adopt the values that they are raised with. People tend to believe that those values are right because they are the values of their particular culture. Values are individual beliefs that motivate people to act one way or another. They serve as a guide for human behavior. We can categorize values into the categories of relationships, intellectual growth, emotional growth, and physical environment. And I'll give specific examples of each a little later. Values are basically what's important to you. Beliefs, on the other hand, are global. They can be applied to many situations. Beliefs are not about specific people or situations. They are about us. And they're about how we see the world, what we demand, how we expect to be treated. And what is important to us? Some examples of beliefs and relationships may be men and women are equal. No sex before marriage. Life is short. A man should be the breadwinner. A woman's place is in the home. Communication is key. Now, some beliefs come in the form of proverbs. And maybe you're familiar with a few of these. What goes around comes around. You get what you deserve. When the going gets tough, the tough gets going. Birds of a feather flock together. Throughout this episode, keep in mind that what actually shapes our values and beliefs are our past experiences. So let's explore this. If you are in a relationship, Both of you may value relationships, but not to the same extent. Each of you may value different aspects of a relationship. One may value romance, standing up for oneself and being honest, while the other one may value having kids, being close to loved ones and submission. Both of you may value intellectual growth but again, not to the same extent. One of you may value having a high school education and finding a job, while the other may value having a college education and having a career. When it comes to emotional growth, one of you may value finding a spiritual practice or religion and controlling your temper, while the other values having fun and coping with emotions. And it's the same with physical environment. One may value having a stable place to stay and having financial security, while the other may value materialistic gains and making money. So when we avoid having these crucial conversations about values and beliefs, and we decide to make the relationship official, it could be via living together or via marriage, And when conflict ensues, it's usually because of a difference in values and beliefs. So let's look at a few examples and please note that all characters used in the examples are fictional. So in the first example, we have Paul and Mary who are married and let's start with their past experiences. So Mary was raised in a two-parent household where financial stability was important. While both of her parents worked, her father paid all the bills while her mother was able to do as she pleased with her job earnings. Paul on the other hand was reared in a single parent home where he watched his mother work two jobs to make ends meet for him and his three siblings and they received no support from his father. According to Mary's values and beliefs, a man should pay all of the bills while the wife financially supports the family by buying groceries, toiletries, and clothes, and whatever she has left over, she should be free to spend it as she pleases. Mary also believes in having separate bank accounts. Now, according to Paul's beliefs, both parties should financially contribute to the household 50-50 and there should be a shared bank account. So let's give them a situation. So Mary and Paul have been approved to purchase a home. When it's time to pay the mortgage, Paul approaches Mary for half, and Mary refuses to contribute, citing that he is the man of the house, he makes enough to cover the mortgage on his own, therefore he should pay it. So here we have Mary standing her ground and refusing to contribute based on her past experience and her values and beliefs. While on the other hand, Paul is shocked. He's shocked at Mary's stance because he feels a woman is very capable of financially contributing to the household, especially since his mom did it on her own. And this is what causes the great divide in their relationship. So now, Paul views Mary as selfish and Mary views Paul as less of a man. In this example, whose value and belief system do you relate to more? What past experiences contribute to your values and beliefs as it relates to this example? So I want you to think about it. Whose value and belief system do you relate to more? Paul's or Mary's? And if you can relate to either, what past experiences contribute to your values and beliefs as it relates to this situation? Again, notice how their past experiences have shaped their values and beliefs as it relates to finances. Let's look at another example. This is example number two. They are also married and we're gonna start with their past experiences. So now we have Anthony. Anthony grew up in a family where anytime a family member was in need of money, food, shelter, transportation, and our assistance in any area of life, individually or as a unit, The family made it happen. Despite their opinions about the situation, they were reared to always help one another. On the other hand, we have Cindy. Cindy was reared in a family where everyone was responsible for pulling oneself up by his or her own bootstraps, meaning improve one's position or situation by one's own efforts. So no help from family members. You have to figure it out on your own. As a result of Anthony's past experiences as it relates to family, he believes that being family oriented looks like giving a family member money when in need, bonding family out of jail and standing by their side no matter the charge. On the other hand, as a result of Cindy's past experiences as it relates to family, she believes that being family oriented looks like seeing family on holidays, and she values keeping in touch with family via phone, text, and social media. And she doesn't believe in meddling in what others in the family have going on because she believes that everyone has problems and should deal with them in private without asking for a handout. So let's give them a situation. Anthony's brother, his wife, and their three kids have been displaced by a hurricane. Their home has flooded and they need somewhere to stay until they are able to figure out their next move and get back on their feet. So as soon as Anthony hears the news, he starts preparing to welcome them with open arms and is willing to allow them to stay as long as they need. Cindy, on the other hand, believes they should access other resources like get help from FEMA, Red Cross or go to a shelter and she's not willing to allow them to stay at their home, not even for one night. So now Anthony feels as though Cindy is mistreating his family and doesn't care about them. While Cindy feels Anthony is acting as a rescuer and preventing his family from helping themselves. So in this example, Whose value and belief system do you relate to more? What past experiences contribute to your values and beliefs as it relates to this example? Again, notice how their past experiences have shaped their values and beliefs and has caused a great divide in their relationship. Let's look at a different example this time. So this is example number three. We'll start with past experiences. Nate and Sheila both grew up in untidy homes where dishes were left in the sink for days at a time. Laundry was kept on the sofa and never folded or placed in the closet. Beds were never made and throughout the house was sheer clutter. As an adult, Sheila values a neat and tidy space. She believes that everything has a place. No dishes should be left in the sink overnight. And the house should always look presentable as if company were coming over. As an adult, Nate values having a home and he believes that it's not necessary to clean unless... They run out of clean dishes and our clothes. Nate believes that it's pointless to make the bed every morning because he'll just get right back in it. He also doesn't believe in throwing much of anything away. Here you have two people with the same past experience where they both grew up in the same type of environment. However, they present with a different set of values and beliefs. Again, notice how their past experiences have shaped their values and beliefs and has caused a great divide in their relationship. I've given three examples. In each scenario, who's right? In each of these scenarios, who's right? Who's wrong? In actuality, there's no right or wrong in these specific scenarios, but there is a difference in values and belief systems. And because of these differences, we sometimes perceive situations in black or white or as right or wrong, meaning through just our lens. And when this happens, we tend to lose sight of the desired goal. So in example number one, the desired goal is to pay the mortgage on time every month. However, the desired goal gets lost in what I like to call the fluff, which equates to do it my way because my way is the right way. When in reality, your way is one way. Your way is one way to address the situation. There's more than one way to skin a cat. Neither is right or wrong. It just boils down to a difference in values and beliefs that have been shaped by past experiences. Here's where I cognitively challenge you to reflect on your own past experiences. Take some time and think about what have you gone through what have you gone through in the past? Then identify and explore your values and beliefs as it relates to what you and others disagree on the most. So, if you and your significant other primarily disagree on parenting, finances, communication, family, etc., Reflect and identify and explore your values and beliefs as it relates to whatever triggers conflict in your relationship. Be willing to have candid conversations with others regarding not just your values and beliefs, but theirs too. Try to focus on the desired goal. An example If the desired goal is to spend more time together, keep in mind there's more than one way to do so. She may wanna spend it together on a trip in Vegas, and you may want to spend it on a long walk holding hands. It's about listening to understand where the other person is coming from instead of listening to respond in an attempt to impose your view onto others. It's about listening to understand where the other person is coming from instead of listening to respond in an attempt to impose your view onto others. In closing, I want you to remember, there is more than one way to achieve a goal and or solve a problem. And your way is not necessarily the right or wrong way. It's just one way to possibly do so. Thanks for tuning in. Feel free to share, like, or comment via our Instagram at Crucial Conversations Podcast. Or if you have any questions, email us at questions at crucialconversations.info. Be sure to tune in next time as we delve into another crucial conversation.